time has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. I saw him do it. Welcome all. Let's uh, stand and, and uh, oh. say the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, I forgot the flag. Father, the flag. We, we know. We know what's going on. I'm really on too much. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. Is there going to be a first and a set a motion to approve? I make a motion to okay. approve the minutes as written. I'll second it. Okay. All in favor? You thought you were going to be a white man. So, the answer is we have five, zero, and uh, Sammy is absent as his answer. And our new lady has not showed up. Faith Benjamin, I don't believe. Or Ashburn. Has anyone met her? Mm -hmm. what, is, what is her name? Faith Benjamin. Have you been in communication with her? I've just sent her emails and welcomed her and, and let her know in the meetings and sent her the agenda in minutes. Oh, she said thank you, but she... I thought she'd be here today. I mean, she knows. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Chairman's uh, report. Uh, remind everybody that uh, we have a objective move for today, so we can brainstorm. So, my Chairman's report is going to be blissful and short. Uh, and uh, a reminder that uh, the in band meeting is next Tuesday. So it's online, and uh, we've fortunately been seeing the uh, the minutes or the uh, agenda for that has been set out. Uh, 
Leslie is our range for the speaker. Uh, end of life choices by a representative with compassion and choices. So, anxious to hear this. Uh, new COA officer nominations are the first meeting of the calendar year. And uh, that being the case, uh, no meeting in December. You have a little while to think about it. And we'll have uh, the nominations and uh, then followed by the elections. As is my uh, continued loyalty to the United States Navy, the Navy Band has uh, is having a concert. Uh, the sea chanters, which are, are just a remarkable vocal group, uh, at noon on November 30th at the old Presbyterian meeting house down in Van. So, my lady and I have invited neighbors to join us and we're going to have a uh, classic late lunch in Alexandria after we see the sea chanters. So, absolutely. And, uh, Thank you all for uh, your loyalty to the organization. And, and I know that we are all uh, conscientious of our civic responsibilities. So thank you for voting and keeping with uh, a Navy uh, rule when you sit down at the board table, you don't talk about sex, politics, or religion. So, uh, well, not in paradox unless you are really, really convinced. That whom you were speaking. Good idea tomorrow. <laughs> There's coffee, coffee that, that juice, and I made uh, pumpkin pie. Uh, Madam Director? Well, I just will keep it very brief um, as we're trying to get to our brainstorm. brainstorm. Um, we have a couple of things goals. for January that we need to. Um, We'll be going over. There's some changes in the advisory board um, minutes and how they'll be run. So Terry and I are doing a training today to learn about that. And basically what it entails is we'll we have to transfer however Terry is doing it now into a new template. And then we'll bring it to COA for you to take a look at the bylaws, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll, they'll have to be voted on. And there's a bunch of changes that um, we'll be learning a little bit more about today. So in January, we'll give you an explanation on all of that. Along with, they're also um, asking, I believe, Terry, that we will have to do a vote in January on the virtual meetings. Yes, the two that we're allowed to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll be to all virtual meetings that we'll be able to we're allowed to do. vote on and decide when you prefer to have them. But, um, we'll find out a little bit more about that today as well. Um, there was one other thing. I think there was something else there that we were going to push till January. Couple, I don't know. Today we'll learn a little bit more of the details so we can give you more definitive explanation yeah. of what everything is. I did the same training last week, but decided to do it again this week because it was quite overwhelming. Yeah, it was a lot of information, and we'll give you that um, in January when we learn a little bit more about it. Uh, other than that, uh, we have some of our AAA staff is joining us for the brainstorm when we get there, and we also um, 
got some ideas for some of the, from some of the senior center managers and adult day center managers. And Sally is also here from the Ashburn adult day center to help provide ideas for our brainstorming. Till June 2023 yes. for those. Okay. Right. Well, that's correct. It'll be it's not immediate, but we want to give you the information in January. And then a second question, which I don't know if other people agree with me, but the two virtual meetings, I wonder if you could ask if you don't know, if one of them can be built upon in advance and the second one could be closed. In other words, if yes. we have a snow day or that's correct, and I believe they did mention something to that, that effect that I will double check on today, um, because there was a stipulation if Loudoun County schools are closed, there are no meetings at all, so um, there's a few little stipulations, but yeah, I, I will definitely clarify, and I believe you can't do two in a row, I think, That's right. I'm going to clarify all that, but I'm pretty sure like you couldn't do virtual in January and February. Which would be nice if those were the bad record months. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have a couple rules around them, but I just want to make sure I'm clear on them to bring you the correct information. Yeah, yeah. Was there any discussion on, um, I mean, given, given our age and some of the things that we do, sometimes it's difficult for me to attend me because, like, I go to my for example. So, was there any talk to letting or have that option to phone in or listen in? Particularly for this group, because of the there were some stipulations around that. One sounded very convoluted that you had to be approved and write a letter, and um, there was quite a number of steps. But we will definitely check on that for sure. Um, you have to have meetings because you're going to travel in two weeks, yes. and you need to protect yourself. You yeah, know? yeah, so. I agree. Um, some of it has to do with the technology that they just don't provide us. Well, we've been on the phone line for a long time. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we will definitely try to put that on my list of questions to ask. So we're advisory owners. We don't make any rules, legislation. I, I understand on the legislation side, but I think since I heard it. Yeah, yeah. And certainly if you come up with any further questions, we'll check. Um, because I'm new to this role, I, there are several things that I have questions on, so I'll add that to the list and we'll to see what we can find out. You're saying you're new to this role implies that you uh, are... Just the liaison for the... No, no, oh, no, 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 no implications. <laughs> no, just the liaison okay. role. Okay, so we're hoping to Thank you. That's it for... Good. Thank you very much. Uh, Kathy, since, is this your last week? This is my last week. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to believe that the uh, uh, service member comments leave with you. COA member comments. 
I'll be very brief. Uh, I feel that a, a good thing happened. Uh, Tony Buffington's newsletter included our podcast. I had a lot of help from Mike on kind of giving details ahead of that. Statistics from last year and that sort of thing. And I had to try several times to get through, but it happened. official yesterday and uh, you start at five in the morning I was up at two to get ready and uh, and you're done about eight o'clock I guess we got done last night uh, there was a help desk person something new this year was same day registration and same day voting and but the votes are provisional ballots in other words they don't get counted until they can check the people out so you have until Friday you have three days to check I don't know how they're going to do it. That's uh, just a personal comment. Uh, but uh, I, I, and you, you already have two months ahead of time to vote. 
you know, in person. You have absentee ballots. I got, I, I'll give you one absurdity, and, and I think absentee ballots get into talking about senior citizens. I think that's one of the things that uh, seniors should take advantage of. And, and I understand some people like to socialize come to voting day, but uh, I had one gentleman came in and he said, I don't, I have an absentee ballot, but I left it home. And he said, well, I tell you, you can do the, we can go through this whole procedure, fill out this paper, fill out that paper. I go on this little iPad and my little finger type in passwords and get you listed and checked off. Why don't you go home and get it? He said, well, I, I can't afford to. I came and lived. And I'm saying in the back of my head, that's why we sent you an absentee ballot. Well, that's a personal problem. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. I just don't understand. Anyway, let me, let me, let me go on that. This is my third cup of coffee, by the way. So, looking forward to it. I, I got up this morning stiff, and I just moved around, and I'm okay. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> um, thanks, thanks for the coffee. Thanks You're for the, welcome. The, uh, treat. Uh, later on, uh, you know, some ideas. I don't know. We'll talk about, but and, and we're going to miss miss you a lot. Yes. And, uh, uh, I, I personally, I've learned a lot about what the county does. I, I have a better appreciation for, it. and I think that's if okay, when we talk brainstorming, somehow to get the word out to all the good programs that are going on here. I don't know. And we talked about isolation and communication, but that's that's the thing. I. A personal, on another personal note, I got on next door, the little social media thing, and I talked about the VICAP program. And I got 80 hits on that, 80 thank yous, you know, so that made me feel good. And uh, that, uh, so people, and so I talk about that. So, okay, I'm going to stop you because I could go on and on, but uh, we have a meeting to go. Okay, thank you. Enjoy. <laughs> provisional ballots, I don't think that uh, they need to be validated until there is an expected need. In other words, well, if yeah. there are 10 provisional ballots yeah. and the difference between the first and second place is 200, yeah. they don't even worry about it. Yeah, but the, the problem is with the, with the same-day registration, yeah. I mean, people come in and you, you have to ask them, well, when did you move here? Uh, let's see, uh, when would be a good time for me to move here? You know. So I don't know the data I put in. They signed this, you know. So uh, that's what I worry about. And who are these people? Yeah. You know, and and why did they get two months? Yeah. Two months. Come and vote. Yeah. Okay. And my wife told me to stop watching so much television and I do that too. I'm on the politics. I got more. I followed the Phillies though, and they yeah. didn't do it all the way, but they did a lot more than I thought. They did. So I'm a sports fan. Okay. Did anybody bring a ladder to get down? Yeah. 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 Is there any news from DFS? The stats weren't sent out, and I was—I had a coworker send them to me, but yeah, my eyes can't see that. <laughs> 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 
even when I try to enlarge it, it yeah. just sort of becomes yeah. blurry. So I'll okay. send it to Terry. I'll forward it to Terry. Yeah, no, I can send it. Like there. So um, there's a couple of updates. One, I am not APS anymore, mm -hmm. but I asked if I could keep coming to the meetings. So, oh, <laughs> so they said yes. I just find out when I'm able to stay for the little bits of time, there's so much information um, that comes out of these meetings. But they said yes for now until the new people get schooled up. I moved over to AS to adult services. So I moved there, but they have two new individuals in APS because another coworker of mine moved over to the VIEW program. So we all like Loudoun County enough to stay, right? The new worker, I believe both of them come from somewhere near Winchester, Frederick County. Yes, that's me. That's where I live. Okay, so yeah. they're coming from that area, both with a lot of APS experience. Awesome. So I would like to bring one of them to this meeting because I said you got you have to meet this group of folks because you get a lot of info. So I'm hoping that in another couple of months, maybe like late spring, once they get schooled up, they'll come with me if you guys don't mind. Just oh, to wow. introduce them yeah, yeah. and see yeah. which I don't want them to take over my spot, just thinking. <laughs> so you still be coming as a rep or we'll have a new rep eventually well what my thought my great little thought was why don't we have two me yeah. for as and one from APS. that's all so we'll both see. of those are issues of concern to us yeah so i have no problem with that and uh, you know i don't even think we need to ask about that we'll just Put you on the agenda. Yeah. Okay. We've all been so happy. All right. Yes, so I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, like with AS, like send me your thoughts on what would be good information to come back. You know, like is it how many um, new screens did we do that month or something? You know, that would because that would be an impact in the community, yeah. right? Or maybe how many you know folks we signed up for our companion program or something like different stats that may be of interest. Because we already have the stats established for APS. Yeah. So, anyway, that was it. And I don't have to leave early today. Terry said I could stay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good. Adult services. Adult services. Adult services. Adult services. So, thanks, Hall. And uh, we have finished the uh, COA member comments. We are now ready. Or brainstorming, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's not yet even 10 o'clock. All right, good. Hey, right. Great job. <laughs> very good. Well, I'm glad we could get it in before Tony has to, to leave. And our thought is Mike had expressed um, he was hopeful that the COA could perhaps find a project or mission or something to something tangible that we could work on for the next year, the year and a half. And we thought. Maybe we could bring some staff in to help offer some ideas. And what we'd like to do today is just throw out any or throw up on the board any idea that comes to mind, no matter how big or small, whether you think it's feasible or not, expensive or no cost, doesn't matter. We'll put it all up there. Um, and that's what the brainstorm is to just put some ideas up there. We don't have to today figure out whether you can do these ideas or not, or if they're feasible. This is just to get everything up there, and then we'll take it forward the next step and see what you think for what might be possible. Um, I can get us started off. I have a couple ideas that 
I asked for from the various staff through email. Um, and just to give you an idea of some of some of the thoughts people sent out, um, our wonderful manager at Ashburn Senior Center, Ciola, she had some great ideas that I quite liked. Uh, she said, how about a food truck to make the rounds to the various senior centers or even to come here and invite the public to join us at a food truck, such as Rita's ice cream or a pizza truck or any kind of food truck just to get people to come out and say hello to each other to socialize who doesn't want food so i thought that was a pretty cool idea um she said or even something like an ice cream social at one location like here or wherever um she also suggested or perhaps to arrange for an artist or entertainer to a big like event, just a one day thing or an hour long, two hour long entertainer at one of the senior centers or at a central location somewhere. Uh, so those were her ideas. And oh no, she did have another idea that has nothing to do with food or entertainers. Um, she said perhaps if you could come up with a way, a means to request items for seniors in need of essential items such as food, coats, senior center membership, um, any item, any essential need that we may not be aware of that seniors in the community might need. Her suggestion was to figure out a way to request items for something like that. And then our Carver Center Manager, Bonnie, offered um, how about a way to help out with, um, she said PR, like public relations and getting the word out as to what services we have. Um, I know we do a great job with that now, but you can, there can always be more outreach. So it's kind of like outreach to the community to tell everybody um, what services are available through the AAA, at the senior centers, at the adult day centers, um, she said that a lot of folks come into the senior centers and have no idea about the other services or about the adult day centers. So she wondered if there might be some kind of way to step up that, you know, help with the outreach and public relations efforts. Um, another idea we, we got was perhaps an information fair, a central location where we do um, just disseminate sort of like what Bonnie was saying, information on who we are and what we do and just get the word out to seniors that um, you know there is a commission and there's a AAA and here's all the things we do. So kind of like a health fair, but more of an information <laughs> fair. So those are just a few ideas. Um, oh, and actually, Sally, I'll go to you next in case you have to leave. I did have one more idea. Uh, we were going to have Jamie is Jamie Connor is the manager of the Leesburg Adult Day Center, and she was supposed to be here, but actually is running a support group at the same time um, for early stage dementia. So she couldn't be here, but um, she is going to come and present her idea to you at some point. She would like to do, or would was suggesting at the Adult Day Centers, a sensory garden. Um, she said they have lots of space to have a garden, and I don't, I'm not real familiar with it, but I believe it's um, 
even a garden that and Sally, you might know, might be able to explain better what, if you'd like, what a sensory garden is. Oh, right now? <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're, if you could, you could probably okay. explain it better than me. Well, I mean, there are different, um, of course, you know, in different senses, you would have plan, probably on a walk, um, different stops, almost like a Montessori approach where one would be for smells, you know, where fragrant plants, maybe different seasons, having something represented each season, um, maybe something bright like a um, wind, uh, not chime necessarily, it could be a chime, it's something like that, it's a visual, something that's attractive but safe at the same time. Um, and then something more auditory, maybe not I've actually talked about, but, um, a, um, a music garden, but that would be just one piece of a sensory garden. Mm -hmm. So basically it's something that might feel a little different. Um, Things that would be taught up, right, that you would walk up to if it's dementia friendly, which I think right. you said. No, I didn't, so I was going to. <laughs> I'm assuming adult day centers, that's our primary focus. Mm -hmm. um, would need to be something you could walk up to and touch, or like a maze that's on a stand that you could follow some fingers, even. Something like that, I would think, around the path. We've talked about, and I don't want to, um, but here is too fast, but um, can I jump on that real quick? There's been a lot of research on that and how beneficial it is to dementia patients. Also, I did work with kids that I worked with in my school, and um, we did the same work, and it's very beneficial to kids who have emotional deficits. So it's a proven yeah. Tactic. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have um, Jamie will come in with some pictures and she'll give you a better explanation. She just couldn't um, couldn't make it today. Sound of water too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great idea and just something we haven't been able to do at our day centers yet. But um, it would be a fantastic addition. And we'll get you more information on it. But I wanted to make sure we got it up on the, the board. So those were just a few of the ideas, and um, Sally, if you'd like to move into your idea in case you need to leave. Um, during COVID, we, of course, had to pivot, change our program from virtual to and then back in person. One of the bright spots was a program we developed at West Park called Early Birds. In the park, we took our participants for a short, Point three, just you know, a third of a mile on a trail that they have already. You know, it was we just looked at that park, which we hadn't really prior to COVID, to that degree through a different lens. Um, so we developed a dementia-friendly program at park. We went for a short walk, um, but, but right to I don't know if you're familiar with that trail at West Park. It opens up. You can see the water. Um, so it's some beautiful trees. And it really is almost like a symphony of birds right there at that point. So we stand there for a few minutes, walk back, um, have a drink of water. What's that with the care partner? It's with our staff. But we invited, um, I don't need to jump all around, but we invited the public after we realized what a wonderful outing it was 
because there was a lot of social isolation, um, caregivers at home alone, or you know, even if they had hired home help, they needed something to do with purpose that was healthy, outdoors, um, to get out. So we invited caregivers and their loved ones. Um, and it was, it was successful. Um, so we started, we've always gone to other parks as well, but we started looking at parks. <laughs> My idea was to have a dementia-friendly program at, at every park. It's doable. But it could very easily be done without staff. It would be simply <clears throat> identifying something that we could do. We've already tested out some. I've brought some examples. Um, we go to Claude Moore already to the, the Garden Museum. We go to Tomah um, Green. Neighborhood Park is awesome. Mm -hmm. That's ready next. Mm -hmm. We play bocce ball, horseshoe. We go to the pavilion to do our own game as a, as a group that we feel can need to be seated or near the restrooms. We've got everything there. We haven't done the trail yet. Um, our suggestion would be to have a bench strategically placed in a quarter of a mile, third of a mile. Just have a bench so that you can turn around and come back. We partnered with, um, we put it out there about the early birds program. Elizabeth Bracey at Franklin Park Parks responded. They did a story stroll for us at Park. And along our path were um, just beautiful paintings. I don't, I think we must have, we have pictures if you're interested. We can, I can get you the information on all of this. Of butterflies, plants, trees, just, you know, information to read along the path mm -hmm. that we could be caregiver. It gave us something to point out, a minute to rest. And there was a QR code on, I think most of them. I can't remember exactly how many, just for the public to be able to give input, how they enjoyed it, what they thought. Um, that was, you know, that was such a great collaboration and an example of how just looking at these parts with a dementia mm -hmm. practice with a different lens, it would be simply identifying an activity, maybe a QR code, maybe a brochure, maybe on the website, having a central location for the information and getting it out there to caregivers. This is something free. Parks, we don't need to staff it. They just need to make sure maybe there's a big store that the trail is cleared. Um, I just wanted to ask, what was the feedback that you did get? We actually got two participants uh -huh. from the program. I mean, of course, we're always trying to get our, no one really knows about us. Yeah. We're such a value. And um, for whatever reason. And so we're always trying to get our, so there was dual purpose for this program yeah. for us to get out and do something COVID friendly right. and to encourage caregivers to get out and see that this is possible. Um, we got positive feedback. We had um, a senior living community want to bring a big bus load of oh, their participants no. to our program. No. That's not what it's set up for. Right. We don't staff it the masses right but there we tried to encourage that director activity coordinator please take mm -hmm. your bus mm -hmm. if they this is what we do we just, we just walk yeah. and then we come back mm -hmm. we have a sip of water one time there was soccer practice going on this summer we 
we watched them practice. Nice. You know, so there's other, but there's a playground right there. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, we've talked to looking at the different parks, what's available. Um, again, the Jim Potomac Green. But there's so much potential for intergenerational aspects. Mm -hmm. This could grow. Mm -hmm. This could really be and not limited to great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, Claude Moore has an indoor track. Mm -hmm. it, now that would probably be low membership. Um, you can do it. It's very affordable. Right. It's like four dollars, I think. And it, if it's strategic enough, that's something an early stage person could do independently in the caregiver could read and you know, right? Mm -hmm. I, I I need to go there and bet that we haven't done that yet, but winter's coming. So we will probably look for something like that, maybe. There's already a silver sneak at the mall, I think, the wall. Mm -hmm. But this is to identify and look through a different lens for the dementia friendly program. There was a big push for dementia friendly education. I don't know if you're familiar with the Dementia Friends movement. So this kind of could merge with that. Um, again, the idea was not to take up staff time at park. So if we train with the staff there, it's an hour training, we would talk about we could adapt that so that they could learn more about dementia. It's not training, it's just education. Um, so that if someone came into their facility, their building, their program, they would understand some of the behaviors, support that caregiver as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. But, um, and again, just look at it through a different lens. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the music part. Megan, this is Megan's idea. Um, and she's obviously be here, but um, to have a music park. And they're online if you just Google. Um, they're off, they're fantastic. We just walk up and play an instrument. And they have different types of, again, kind of like sensory idea. And they're, they're, they're on the Blessed Park books. There is a plan for an intergenerational playground. Just from what I gathered, it looks like kind of like the one at Potomac Green has the adaptive um, equipment to exercise on, but that could easily have a music element to it in a quarter, you know, mm -hmm. where you're, you're just playing an instrument or... Is there um, any of that have to be known? Not to our knowledge. Clean in. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be so easy to do and something that could be together. I think one of the things that how we I really wanted to get across in this brainstorming is that whether it's the art program or something, whatever it is, if you all have any ideas to help people with dementia and caregivers, that's what we need. So mm -hmm. purposeful, age appropriate. I think like to throw out something that has worked really well with a, a kind of a senior group that we've had in my area, which is very close to Frankfurt Park. Um, because of the pandemic and the inability to meet together inside, we kind of picked up on the Goodwin House Stronger Memory Program, mm -hmm. which has really connections to dementia. Um, none of us did, as far as I know, but one of the key things that they throw out as a good possibility is a key question. 
two people in the group. Uh, one of them that we had great conversation, and, and we would meet at Franklin Park outside, looking at the early, uh, sitting on the benches or whatever. Um, what is one of the most unusual things you do or have done? And the conversations were so marvelous. Uh, one woman our ages who uh, grew up walking on the top of fence lines, inch wide, wow, <laughs> still does it. And she just wowed the whole group. But these fascinating experiences came out. Everyone was interested. Everyone participated and been uh, constant. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the talk of the early birds program uh -huh. was if they came and saw what we did, joined us, and then did it on their own and brought others. And, and again, with just getting the information out, and a group looked at each part, they would find a part, looked at it through that lens. I think ideas of what other people do already have come out. Um, you know, the memory cafes could meet there. Um, uh, senior living facilities, CPRC, assisted living, they could have their outings there. You know, it's again, it's just looking at it, getting it on paper, having each part. The, the Hal, Hal and Bernie Hansen have a uh, I believe, an amphitheater. I mean, it's just so many opportunities to do something religious <coughs> So many parts. Um, we've been going to Franklin Park too. Restrooms are acceptable in most of these that um, almost all apart. Mansion Reeves can take people on. Um, Ron helped us with the early bird. Um, just told us about a app, Merlin, any bird watchers, that you we've used it on our walks at Columbus Park. It identifies the bird, and then you can figure out what that bird was. We had a graduated bird policy after that. I think that's something for flowers, either plants or something. Yeah. So then there's suggestions that can be provided. Yeah. Open areas, great ideas. Not just for Right. Well, we need to talk about that. That's a specific need, but I do think you can grow that. Right. And we didn't want to limit it just to that, but we just started with that, but yeah. we just started with that. But I wanted to get to Tony, if you have anything before yeah, you leave. Yeah, I'm also very apologetic. Oh, you should be. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, well. Any idea at all? We'll jump right over to 
Tony, I wanted okay. to give you the time. All right, yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, these are all great ideas. Uh, it always comes back to communication to me. I, I think mm -hmm. that's the main thing. And it's great to get through the, uh, the senior centers and what's going on there. People out there that don't have access. Again, that's that's a continuing thing that Kathy's working on. And also communication, of course, is feedback. You know, you have a sender, a receiver, and make sure that both understand, you know, it's 100% the, uh, the responsibility of the sender to send it. It's 100% of the receiver to understand it. And put two together, divide it by two, 200 divided by two, you have 100%. So <laughs> anyway, anything, you like that Anything you do, anything you do to improve that two way. I, I don't know. Maybe we're doing this. It might be a blinding flash of the obvious, but do we ever have a go out to the seniors? What do you guys want? What do you want to see? Is there some kind of way we could do a survey? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's, can it's, I turn uh, it on that? It's, yeah, it is. It well, I was just thinking about the survey piece because, you know, AS goes into folks' home all the time. Um, and we get calls all the time through intake. Maybe we could work together to put together a survey hmm. to ask why we go out because yeah. we're taking calls for intake for our companion services. And then we have two case workers that are in their homes all the time. Maybe we could work together on that yeah, <clears throat> and put together a survey and start asking and then have APS start asking as well, right? Because there's always, there's already a litany of questions that we have to ask when we go out for APS. Right. So a survey would be good. It would bring back some some good information. Yeah. yeah, I know people want to talk. You know, you brought it out. You know, talk about unusual things you've done in the past. But, and uh, people want to, they want to say something. Uh, just when I deliver the meals, I know they want to talk to me. And I can't. And I can't spend much time there. They want to get in, get the hot meal tray by somebody talking to me about baseball. You know, I, I used to be a pitcher, and we talked about well, how I would how would you pitch to Bryce Harper and I tell them, and <laughs> so I know they want to talk. So any way we can get the communication going, that, that, that's that's my main mm -hmm. main point. As I said, you may be doing a lot of these things already, um, and uh, I, these are all great. So that's that's, that's about it. Thank you. Yeah. So um, my previous life, I kind of did a lot of time in the Navy at the Commissioner of Revenue's office. Um, that office administers a tax relief program, program uh, for the elderly and disabled, 65 and older, and older disabled. And uh, part of the program is that the Commissioner Robert works, Bob works. Um, and before that, um, Mrs. Ashby, Jimmy Ashby, I don't know. Yeah, it's old time loud. Um, so they would go out into the community, and they still do actually. I want to say three or four times a year. We can tag along, that would be perfect because they're already out in the community, already organized with time and location and so forth. Perhaps they can give us 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 15 minutes, mm -hmm. um, and we could. Uh, I, I, I like the surveys, but I also like the in-person. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, churches and uh, faith-based and um, you know, other collaborators, yeah. um, just so that we're face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Not to mention that the ambassador program is already in place, yeah. and we need to all take part in that. You know, that's, that's, an, that's an excellent program. You know. 
So it, it's it's all up to all of us, I think. Okay. Um, I have an idea. Um, like a friendship line talking about um that seniors want as well everybody, but wants to talk to someone. Yeah. So. I mean, I know that staffing can be something, but having like a friendship line where people can call um, in and they can just have a five minute conversation, 10 minute conversation, whatever, with a volunteer. So if there were COA members or volunteers who like to talk on the phone and have time to do that, they can have you know scheduled calls with people or there's a line that somebody can call and talk to someone for social, for socialization. Friendship lines, and the technology exists where you have a single mm -hmm. input telephone number and that, that a recipient of that call has been uh, transferred to one of the volunteers. Faith, I like the idea of participating with uh, a survey effort. Communication that already exists. I know that we've talked about it before with outreach, but with getting information like in the property tax bill, you know, how do we how do we do that? Remember, we've we've looked into that for years, but not necessarily the property taxes with other things. So, so like a flyer on the AAA that goes to certain households that might have an older person who lives there. Oh, yeah, I'm like, no, not so much specific, but just to mention the agency. So, I've been alive for 30 years, so this could have been 20 years, and I just couldn't remember something like that. But the treasurer's office sends out the text. Um, those but inclination with the getting commissioner revenue. So same departments and we're we're going to be across from each other that used to be um so it's Roger Zern's office mm -hmm. and Commissioner uh, Robert office. But I believe the actual bill goes up from Zern's office. I'm not sure if I want to get Something that says how wonderful this is. Look at the tax bill. Sort of the 
object of the reason I brought this up was what could we sponsor as a COA mm -hmm. or what could we start as mm -hmm. a COA? So a lot of these, it seems to me, are great ideas that just need to be implemented. I don't know that anyone can do anything except make a recommendation. And then there are some that I think, like these parks, I don't know what uh, Steve Torpy is going to do. Is he going to take it over or not? Is that something that he's going to say, let's do it? Or is that something we need to do? And so we need to go promote it as the COA, right? So now I'm confused about what the specifics are because these sounds to me like all programs that we can get involved in. So we could, but what is it that you, you, you want us to run something? Not run it, but no, make a recommendation for, for it, get funding for it, get, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that make sure it's implemented. Well, no, well, I'm not necessarily all of them. I just told you all of them. We're, we need to pick one or two. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, I'll just throw out a different one. And actually, it wasn't even my idea. Uh, the uh, request items in need. You said mm -hmm. one of them. So I, I was watching a TV show the other day, and it was uh, in Alaska. And these people were walking down the street, and this one guy was underdressed. And they went into this store, and she said, "Come in here. I'll get you a coat." And there was a a box. And the guy went in, and there was a coat, you know, because people drop it off. It was, you know, mm -hmm. usable, new, whatever. And mm -hmm. the stores in Alaska, evidently, if the story is true, have these places where people can just drop things they're no longer using. And it's kind of take one, leave one kind mm -hmm. of thing, right? And I thought, you know, what a great idea from that suggestion that in the senior centers, uh, you set up and maybe we sponsored in some way or make a recommendation, help push it through, that uh, there's a box or whatever, right? not necessarily the kitchen pantry thing, but where these things, items could be used. It's just an idea, but so we could sponsor something, right? So that, that's all I'm really saying is what, what can we get involved with? All of these things, it seems to me, and not, I'm sorry, a lot of these things, I think we should make recommendations to like this web summary, do we want to, do we, do we as the COA want to take that on as a mission? Well, first of all, I think the whole point of a brainstorm is to not make that judgment right now. Exactly. So, but, just but, to add them up there. So right. Sure we're not phrasing it, is. but we're not phrasing it in a way of what can the COA do? What's yeah, that's what I'm not clear on. Right. I don't know right. what you mean. Well, and that's what he, you would suggest that yeah. I, I don't believe you were at that meeting. So you need me to give you a better perspective. Mike had suggested something that the COA could take on, even if it were very small, like just getting a park bench here or something like instituting a coat kind of drive. It doesn't have to be a just sponsor a little mm -hmm. stuff. You call it a memory garden or something. Yeah. And this would be the COA of 2023 yeah. in the memory garden. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so we promoted that. We went to the county. We said, you know, mm -hmm. we need thousand dollars or whatever it is and we want this and, and you know we get a sign out front because this was sponsored by mm -hmm. right and i know i'm saying that but i'm just saying that you know it's something that we could say we did that we sponsor that very definitive right yeah it's not mm -hmm. too overwhelming right uh, yeah. that's really all i'm saying and mike i don't think you're vain and suggesting that not or at all. anything because deborah you've said that in mm -hmm. the past years the coa used to you know, take on sponsor or something or, you know, small things and large things. Right. But could it be something to like with what you're suggesting with the website that if the COA agrees 
that the website is a problem, that you all write a letter and yeah. send that to Deborah and Trisha, and then but they send that up. So it's on we just need to do that, that though. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's not necessarily. I don't something. know what you're saying, and I'm still. I'm still but it doesn't matter. We can move yeah. on. Yeah. I think he's trying to make suggestions of something that the More COA tangible, could. Yeah, concrete. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. is between us in the past having some of the projects that we worked on. These are projects that we work on, but you want us to physically say the COA did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some it's just I'm not even asking that that's part of our scope, but I'm okay with that. Well, well, the I do know that the COA got involved in the senior center. I know that they were behind yeah. the senior But I do think that that's part of the job, and I'm not. I'm still not saying the distinction, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> in, the, in the past, um, and let's go back um, more than 20 years, the COA always had a project. Right. And and Ed was very good with, or I won't say good, but she she always felt that the COA should be given credit for what they were doing. And the COA was not only involved in the senior center coming to be, the COA spearhead the senior center being standalone. And they stood and the COA took it from this is an idea. They went to the board. The board said no. They kept going back to the board 15 years and then said yes. And, um, <laughs> and they took it to uh, Cascades. When Cascades was open, the COA was represented. And they said they wanted a senior center in the, at that point with four quarters. They wanted one Leesburg, blank, blank, blank. And so and then we threw the one in in Ashburn as an afterthought. Um, but the COA was was not just involved; they spearheaded. Mm -hmm. And when, because the staff at COA, most of the staff, and Mike, you remember, were part time, and the COA got involved in making sure that what because at that time we had BDA, Virginia Department for Aging, Virginia Department for Aging was having a lot of mandates on the staff, and the staff did not have time to carry out the mandate. Mm -hmm. So the COA got involved going to the board and saying, we need this position full-time, that position full-time, and we need money, we need funded positions. So that's how all the staff at the Area Agency on Aging became full-time staff, because it was only probably 10 or 15, I think it's full-time staff. Most, most of the um, AAA were part-time staff, but they had full-time responsibility. Hmm. And the COA wasn't just a part of it, they did Because once they, once we talked to the COA president and everybody got involved, they went to the board. It became their project. It took them two years to get it done, but they got it done. Mm -hmm. They walked it down until it was done. So that's what, when, uh, when Patricia told me, and I know Mike goes back a number of years also. So I think that's what basically what you're talking yeah. about. We kind of lost a couple of years because of COVID, so we don't right. really have that extended time now. So my idea was we'd take something a little right. smaller, right, instead of building a new senior center. <laughs> but these park ideas 
and again, I know I'm picking things, but the park idea is wonderful. Yeah. I think. And so, how do we advocate for that as the COA? Do we talk to Steve, and then he says, "Yeah, I like that," and then we go to the board. You know, we still have time uh, to go to the board, and maybe we don't even finish it, but we get it started. Yeah. And then right. we get a commitment for 2025. Right. Okay. And so that's what we're talking. Yeah, and Mike, I think that's a good idea because one thing that you reminded me of. Um, in this training for advisory boards, they did let us know that each advisory board will be submitting an annual report um, stating like what you've worked on or what you've accomplished or what's in progress. Um, so that would fall right into it where you're working on something or this is what's in progress, um, that you have a project going on. You know, some of the things I do think that we're lacking is, like I say, the web page. Yeah, I don't think it's not easy to access information. I think that's something we need to put okay. I, I, I mean, part of why we're here to make sure people know what's available. Um, I also think to expand on some of the recreation stuff, I don't think we need to count to a good idea the cheapest stand job outside the seniors of promoting activities for okay. seniors. You know, like. Um, oh, you did. You did. Yeah, well, I, I play pickleball every week, so I'm in. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think that we need to look at more recreation activities, and that might require some space, you know, to come up with them. She was done on the handmade. Maybe not. Can become very upset, and it's one of the most horrific parts of the disease. Fortunately, it doesn't happen to everyone, but when it does happen, it's horrific. And there's no place for those folks. They get put in the homes and they get released from home because they're they cause harm. And we, as a society, really need to be looking at that. And I think, and I know it's outside of the realm of counties, but I think we've got to start start looking at what we do. With folks who have no place to go but can't stay in their homes because they, of their violence tendencies, through no fault of their own. And I don't know what that looks like. I, I read, you know, I know there's different places that they're doing, like the things that Kathy has talked about that they've done. But I think that's something that we, as a group, really need to get committed to finding solutions to this problem because it's only going to grow. And it's horrific. That's what we do. I know you do that, but I just said, there's, there's no, I'm talking about living, a living space. If a person can't live in their home anymore, there's nowhere for them to go. Or nursing home. Yes, and then they get kicked out because of their violence. Or they require Correct. In addition to the cost. At a cost. That's a nationwide. It is, that's, and that's what I'm saying. But it actually is, it's, you know, Exactly. And I'm not. Long term care insurance has, that's even better. Or carry this town, and they realized people were using that, yeah. and they started with money for paying out on the town. And, like, and I get all from that. the Eastern Mile Adult Day. So that's the way Kim Price, she's a member of the CIA. She's just trying to see what they're doing. What we have to do is get behind or be willing to look at seeing these programs that I was referring to help with that agitation. Wandering, walking. I understand that, but as having a parent who went through that, it doesn't stop it. Well, and then it's got to stop it. And 
we, we still have those issues and I, it's just going to grow and grow and grow and as a county i don't want us to be looking at gossip and look at that community going right through that out there is that right Kim? i think the housing is the part yeah under, under, and I know that's outside the county realm. Like, you understand that. No, you can build partnerships. You can, yeah. you know, there are things you can do because this is a horrific disease for any is. family through. Yeah. And when you've got the aggression part of it that mm. can't be controlled, it's impossible. No, it's it almost is. like you say, God, would you just arrest them and put them in jail? <laughs> you yeah. know? And they which have psychiatric facilities, which is not appropriate. It was awful. So right. Well, the medical so, model doesn't fit. Exactly right. It does not fit at all. Exactly right. And I think Aaron said it was one of the social models. One of the few. So we just, I would really expand on that just to look at it. I have another, an other use. Connection? Yes. That's.
transportation to medical appointments to improve yeah. that. And so it needs to be something different than that, right? Yes, yeah. please. That's horrible. They're always stranding our clients. Stranding. Oh, our, wow. our clients are always stranded. No, the ODT, the Atlanta County. Do they, do they contract out with yellow cab? Mm -hmm. Last week alone, I had three people stranded. Oh, we scrambling, and we got another transport company from the NASA's that the county then had to pay again to come up here to, to transport because the client was wheelchair only. And when we called dispatch, dispatch said, well, they'll be waiting for a while. I don't think they'll get a ride tonight. And oh, wow. <laughs> Correct. And they're at a doctor's office. Yeah. Oh. Another person asked for a random nurse to take them home because oh. the doctor's office was closed. So I fill out an incident report for every one of those because this needs They need a different contract. Exactly right. And I'm thinking whoever's their purchasing agent, their buyer for that, I'm going to start turning in an incident report. I don't care if they're 30 minutes late because they need to know that. And I'm sure that that's written in their contract. So, but to have these facts, all these precious individuals. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we're, it's unlikely that you'll get a ride tonight. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they, oh, yeah. That's, you know, you can go online and, and do it in that. I will be firing up. So it's so important because we're scrambling sometimes, right? So we're doing our own work. Someone probably says, hey, my ride didn't show up. My yellow cab didn't show up. I called dispatch. They said it'll be an hour. said it'll be two hours. If they're not wheelchair-only transport, then we're, we're running out. Like, we're stopping what we're doing because like, I, I just can't imagine how frightening that mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. to be stuck somewhere. And not have a
it's something already. That's a very yes. identifiable thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that transportation to and from the hill. Right. Or they not just that. I mean, they to every they do everything. everything. Medical yeah. groceries. Yeah. yeah. I can yes. say one thing about that is, as a caregiver myself, you know, you got to make sure that people have the right insurance to actually drive these people where they need to go. And that's why volunteers, that's why a lot of volunteers are great. They best all their volunteers. Mm -hmm. so that's, okay. That's, yeah. 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 Also, I, I want to say that the transportation services that exist now are requirement based. So you have to have Yes. No Medicaid. Yeah. And there's one more. I think. Mm -hmm. Under ID. Since we didn't ask for any of it, got sucked into the general yep. fund and whatever. And she said it's about $1,350. So that's money that's just kind of there that each year maybe we could dedicate it to something. I mean, we don't need it to spend for the program necessarily, but you know, well, $1,500, $1, would that go to some kind of maintenance of? senior centers uh, collect money for people who can't afford the, the annual fee, is that correct? Mm -hmm. So maybe this could go to some, I don't know how much money yeah, for senior is centers. every year. Center 
who are more in need, and that it would take uh, some very sensitive type discussions. But uh, it's certainly a way to use those funds productively. We well, we've already had the same budget. Much of this is just to solve the problem of social isolation. Mm -hmm. uh, now, the friendship line is uh, requires an initiated call from a senior who wants to talk. But uh, Maryland, I don't know if they still have the program places. Call center, uh, a call type program where an automated call would go out to seniors who sign up for the, for the process. And uh, all the senior has to do is pick up the phone and say hello. That satisfies the fact that they're, that they're still there, still capable. But if the phone call is not answered, then there is an alternative number to call. Uh, you know, a caregiver uh, and next to the So that, that might be something that we, we do a lot of things. I just thought um, I just thought about um, I, I believe Lyle County Public Library has um, a group. I think it's volunteer and some of our meeting friends. Uh, it's children based at this time. I really don't have much all day um, like what they have, but um, perhaps we can partner again within the county with existing programs to have someone from the Group Teachers of Child group to also, or not just group, but group to um, meet and mm -hmm. really engage and with an elder, elder um, person. If we have done the program, I haven't reached out to them or um, part of the Kind of like you have a memory type thing in the library. Yeah. I mean, no. I know they go out and they um, will deliver books, right? right. So um, just take it one step further and have some doing another individual mm -hmm. or volunteer to have a 30 minute uh, time period for that time. Or, uh, and they have expressed an interest in partnering with. Mm -hmm. With us to do something along those lines. They do go to the senior centers, their outreach, yeah. and take books, uh, as well as other senior living uh, yeah. communities in the area. Trisha, so this brainstorming that we're doing, is it, is the effort also to essentially partner with other organizations as well? In addition to us getting COA more out there in the community, I think it can be anything. I yeah. think, you know, Mike's initial I thought was let's do something. Yeah. <laughs> Get something or something tangible. Right. Yeah. Because I know, like you do a lot of but something, you know, like a project. Yeah. I like the mm -hmm. idea of a project, but I also like the idea of partnering where we can mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Especially in this day. Yeah. So, yeah, another suggestion, not necessarily for the board, but exactly. But um, <laughs> so, you know, all these are such great ideas, yeah. and even like the website, 
thinking that that just should be something we should take on. I mean, and in fact, I was thinking that uh, we should lobby to maybe have the COA review the website before it's released. Why not? I mean, we're kind of the people that it's directed towards, right? Um, or maybe review at least that as well. Yeah. Do you guys get a chance to look at it before it goes live? Um, well, when they redid the website four years ago, maybe? Um, they, three years ago, I don't know, they did a whole new look and everything was, we had to go through and say what we wanted to keep and what could go away. Um, but in terms of the information that's on there, like all of the flyers and on the main page, the list of things, that was the template that was there. And then we just send them things like, please update with this flyer, please right. remove this flyer, please add the ICAP flyer. So um, we do have say on the content, but in terms of the design and right. the formula, we have to but Mike, so, yes. we have um, Parks and Rec is going through a, a re-off, and we have just added a marketing partner, a marketing division. Right. So I can, um, we can work on getting you some time, time with the marketing person so that we can, we can figure out if that's something that they can help us with because I'm sure they can I actually got off track a little bit. What I would, so what is our next step here? I mean, yeah. what we, we need to take these now and I think divide them up some way. Things, okay, this is good. We can sponsor this. This is something we need to be doing anyway. This is maybe bigger than the whole world, you know, maybe. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. yeah why so don't we get it typed up yeah. into yeah. one document yeah. for you yeah. so you can see it all. And then so we're going to, like, uh, we have one more meeting and then we skip the December meeting, right? Uh, we we skip December. January is the last meeting. We have one more meeting and then we're not meeting this for January. No, this, is, this is our last meeting. Oh, this, this is November. It's November. Yeah. 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 It's going to be in the Phil Bowling room, but it's the second Tuesday. January. And so, it's going to get by. What do you mean it's going to get by? I mean, we're going to run out of time. Oh, you know, our terms are over next year. No, they're not. What? Your term is not over. You'll go forever. January 1, 2024. We may or may not be here. Not so. Uh, the 10th, January 10th. We serve at, at the, uh, mm -hmm. the, at the, the commissioner of the supervisors. And the only time that uh, our role changes is if we are fired by the supervisor or the supervisor uh, is, loses an election on the side. Next year is the election. Yeah. Is right? Yes. 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 Yes.
They do. They collect clothes. I mean, do they do they give to see? I know they have a list of. It's for women and families, kinds of families who are looking for work and yeah, clothes or diapers or whatever. It's a great organization. But I I, I don't know if they work with. Yeah, the the idea with this one, and of course we can spend it out. But it was kind of like the example that I was giving. If the senior comes to a young's cold, they forgot their coat. Right. Or maybe they don't have a coat. Well, so now there's this box and it has, I, I don't know that you would have a complete wardrobe in all different sizes <laughs> where people could pick one. <laughs> no, that's but, fine, that's <laughs> but, but sort of something like, you know, they get there or it's raining.
the Commission on Aging. We'll be a group that AAA staff or AAA, the AAA director, AAA liaison, could come to, right, and say, this, these are the issues, these are the issues, these are the issues we have. Um, can the board take this forward to the board of supervisors? Because sometimes we, it's, you know, some situations, it is the voters who can take the issue forward. I, I Rather think, than I think that every one of us has at one time said, "How can we help?" So yeah, I think we've got that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we just need the direction as to what you need from us. Right. And, yeah. And this was said right now. We don't have anything. Right. Or you know, as far as we don't have anything. But knowing that we can come in and say, "Okay, these are the issues," and that just you know that happened several years ago with position. Mm -hmm. Um, we need the commission to take this call. Okay, perfect. So, Molly, do we know you're there? Then you're here. All right. So, mm -hmm. the commission to date, we've taken on huge projects like transportation, mm -hmm. low cost housing, and have made progress in those areas. Mm -hmm. But nothing is, uh, you can't see something in a, a single room. Many of these things can can be defined uh, like like the sensory uh, part, uh, like the, the coat exchange, and so getting something that is that has a scope to it, rather than something that we can influence progress and it just goes on forever and ever without an end sight. Uh, that that's something that's very attractive. So important. <clears throat> oh yes, so important. <laughs> Sir. I, I I just want to say because it's still important, would it be to our advantage to have a representative like for transportation, like you said, even though it's just there? I've, I've attended those meetings. So, oh, okay. Yeah, the transportation advisory board. Not every meeting. Yeah, I'm invited to them and, and uh, bring back information. So continue to do that. I just realized we're not in quorum. Oh, yes, we are. We still have enough? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have four. Oh, seven. we picked up one and dropped it. Kathy, were you going to say? Yeah, I just wanted to, since this is my swan song, I thought this was going to be more expansive on senior center. And so my ideas have kind of gotten really that way. But I, I wanted to pick up on your mention of the library, Loudoun County Public Library being a marvelous resource. We are now in the process of expanding broadband to uh, our area of the county. Big deal. This can expand. I, I see us thinking limitedly within the four walls of senior centers and seeing a partnership, throwing that out to people who may not have time to come to the senior center, but want to know Something uh, and and we have to realize in in our uh, manual uh, directory we talk about senior centers being for people fifty five and over that can take them straight through to end of life. Virtual programming became a big thing with the pandemic and it would increase membership for both. Uh, us uh, uh, thinking 
looking up senior centers in the library system. So just wanted to throw that out and that's it. Nice one, so.